Why are you coming home at five in the morning? Something going on. Can I smell your dick? <laughs> yeah, it's literally about a guy coming home late at night, and I want to know That's if you've been great. fucking around. Let me smell your dick. I'm pretty sure I know what the ISO is going to be that we put <laughs> for this episode. It's a classic. I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. And I'm Richie Redding. She is my veterinarian girlfriend. And he's my comedian boyfriend. Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. Hello. Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I was going to say welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I was also, I might have at one point said, welcome to the Petophile Podcast. <laughs> Remember that when I pitched that? Yeah, I really, I really love that. I pitched it to our producer at like, like I was totally serious. Like, what about the Petophile Podcast? He's like, um... <laughs> Dude. Yeah, he's like, that's a real. I but, you actually got me to think about that for a second. I was like, oh, like that could be. And he was like, ah, uh, no. But with a T, he was like, people, I think, he's like, absolutely not. I think it would be way easier to book our guest uh, if it was the <laughs> pet with a T podcast. Jeff, thank uh, God you know what you're doing. Yeah, shout uh, out to Jeff. But very funny dude that I always love to watch work. He is a comic. He's an author. He's been on Conan. He's been on Comedy Central. He's been on the Chappelle Show. Mr. Christian Finnegan. Oh my gosh, thank you. I didn't want to jump in before I was introduced, but uh, isn't that it's a weird pedophilia? Thing. I thought like my <laughs> right? kind of rolls off the tongue a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Pet. With a T. Yeah. <laughs> it would be, it'd be a discussion starter. Yeah, that's for sure. It's yeah. I mean, it would it would definitely be a, a brand. Yeah. Any PRs. Good PR and like what that's, if we? Yes, I I genuinely I genuinely believe that. I mean, yeah. I, I hate that that's true that yeah. any any PR is good PR, but yeah. it tends to be true. And mm-hmm. what if the T to make it sure it really stands out? Gruesome crucifix. I'm just oh, oh wow, I'm you're really out, yeah, I'm just you thinking know, out loud, outside dude. the box, man. You're thinking outside the dog park, which <laughs> I, I think you have another I, career in PR if this doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah, then. for uh, yeah. for somebody horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, speaking of which, if you ever want to give a hate listen to a podcast that for some reason didn't get off the ground, I was playing like some internet shoots and ladders of a, of a, of a Google hole because I, I looked up the term white splaining to see if it's a thing, and uh-huh. of course it is. Yes, which led me to a podcast called White in America. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's all about how unfair and unequal equal rights are, and uh, like from like how hard it is to be white in America. How hard it is, and what I it, mean, isn't that the subtext of most dudes' podcasts? Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> right. But what's great about this is that there's three episodes, the longest of which is eight minutes long, and <laughs> so that's not it's not really a podcast so much as like. I, it's, it's just extended voice memos. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, it's some dude that uh, didn't get hired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, they asked if I had a criminal record. You know, what am I supposed to do? But uh, no, I've wanted to get you on the podcast podcast since we started uh, even thinking about it because I know that you are a big pet guy. I am. I am. I I didn't used to be. I mean, I you know when when I was a kid, we had pets, and then I went through a long stretch You're where New I was, Englander, right? Yeah, outside of Boston, and uh, but then I went through a long stretch in my twenties where I just was living the sort of New York young dirtbag life, and yep. just you know pets weren't really an option. But then ever since I met my wife, there's been no fewer than two animals at any given time. Okay. So you you didn't grow up with any pets? We had two dogs and okay. a cat. Got it. But I will say I did not uh, the pet taking care of animals. Oh, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Well, it was different. Like <laughs> there wasn't 
I mean, maybe a, I'm over. Maybe I'm obsessed. A with yard taking, is game changer. Yes. But it was just like we had our dogs in crates a lot, like which makes me like wince now. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I kind of like I don't, I don't want to like slam my dad for it, but it's just kind of like I don't think that that's the. I mean, I know that's not the way dogs are supposed to be. There's taken a lot of dad of. slamming on this podcast. Dad. Yeah, I, mean, I, we, I just we, think that the, 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 the way people thought of but, taking care oh, of dogs sure. in the so 80s, 70s, and 80s yeah. is very different than yeah. now. Even the way I did, yeah. We, yeah, we didn't know. I mean, you know, that yeah. was like you you rub their nose in it when they exactly. When they, I mean, yeah. that, we don't the do that anymore. Newspaper and all that. Yeah, you don't. Do that anymore. Uh, and breed them whenever you can. Right, That's right. important. You're yeah. going to want to make some <laughs> Exactly, exactly. My, so, I, have, I have an aunt who's a different. professional dog breeder. Oh, uh, really? She, she used to breed toy schnauzers. Now she breeds pugs. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I got, I got to go to Westminster uh, oh, cool. a few years ago. Like that. Okay. Uh, so I mean, like- she she didn't win, but she participated. And uh, mm-hmm. but the cool thing is, have you have you ever been? Actually, I haven't been. No, I've seen a bunch of it. Had friends go, but what's cool, been. honestly, is like the arena. You can't really see anything. It's you know, it's uh-huh. an arena, or whatever. But they have the sort of uh, the prep area, like the dressing room. I'd imagine oh, that's yeah. a Thunderdome. Yeah, well, they they have all these little kind of areas for dogs, mm-hmm. but but they're they're by breed, and so it's just like. Irish wolfhounds <laughs> next to, you know, just exotic breeds. And yeah. there's probably hundreds of them. And that, that's the coolest thing, just walking around yeah. and seeing just, you yeah, know. The different Did you breeds. see any stage moms having a breakdown? Not not a la, what's it called, uh, Best in Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But my aunt, when Best in Show came out, she was really offended by it. And, really? and she said, well, she was like, I didn't, like, I didn't think it was very good. And then her husband, my uncle, that's was perfect. like, it kind of hurt her feelings. <laughs> yeah, perfect. It did exactly. his job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that means it was right yeah, 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 on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking uh, of a la, that also uh, reminded me of that when, when you were coming over, I chuckled to myself about, you were doing a bit years ago about, it was like the ISIS bakery or something. Oh yeah, the ISIS hookah lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that there, there is a, a real place where where I live oh. in uh, in Astoria. We live right near an area called Little Egypt, where they have just like shit tons of, of hookah lounges. I, I'm sure I yeah, used a poo word. All right, you're I just to make sure. Uh, I know if you allowed potty talk on this podcast. Yeah, but yeah, there was uh, there was only one that I knew the name of, and it was because it was called the ISIS hookah lounge. <laughs> uh, you know, I think is that like dude. a. Get a like new a on it. I think there's some dogs. I've run into some dogs named Isis. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's like the Egyptian goddess K-I-K-E. of war or the Egyptian goddess of something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so, yeah, that's and a redo, though, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. like there's a, there's a dog I ran into. Yeah, K I K E. But Whoa. I think they were calling it Kike. Kike. It Kike. was like Spanish or something. It was oh, yeah. you know, you like put, a different. <laughs> you got to put like a dash in there yeah. or a, one of those fancy accents uh, over one of the I really the need e. to no, do a no. whole thing on all the names I've. I mean, I've seen animals called Lil Bitch. That was a good one. My my coworker was like, I'm not going out into the waiting room and calling for a little Bitch. One of our dogs, <laughs> when we got him, he was a rescue. You're welcome. Uh, no, uh, uh, <laughs> they're 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 both rescues, but um, one of them was named Reagan when we got him, and we we're like, well, that's not going to stand. <laughs> like yeah. we can't. And he was only like one and a half or two, we think. So you changed his so, name to McCain. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we changed his name to Hitler. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we kind of weaned him off of that the first month or two we had him. It it took. But what did you call him? His name is now Chief Billy Bolex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Billy is the You were just going to gloss over that? Yeah, well, yeah. the reasoning, and this is 98.5% my wife, I wanted to call him uh, Mr. Furley because he looks like Don Knotts. Mr. Furley is a great name. It is. We had already chosen and Billy Bowlegs And I also feel like he would be bow-legged. 
Yeah, yeah. He has that sort of gangly, goofy sort of... Um, but he is bow-legged, and he's from Oklahoma, and my mother-in-law is from Bowlegs, Oklahoma. That's and he's place. Bowlegs. It, it's named after Chief Billy Bowlegs, who was the Native, Native American chief. That is the... <laughs> really? Yeah, and so that's sort of the derivation of it. That is one of the only names of a town that I've ever heard that's as country, if not more country sounding than the place that my mom was born, which is Groundhog Holler, West Virginia. Wow. Groundhog <laughs> Holler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is, that is, yeah. Betty Sue. Yeah. I like it. Many Betty times. Sue from Grand, you, Groundhog Sue. Holler. Well, not many times, but there's been a few times where I was offered a chance to visit. Like, I'm good. <laughs> offered a chance <laughs> I bet it's to pretty. Visit. I bet. I mean, you know, West Virginia, you know, when you get into the actual like country mm-hmm. is surreally beautiful. It's just the downtown areas that are gross. <laughs> I've uh, I, I've done some some Google mapping of it, and it seems to be uh, pretty effectively strip mined. Oh yeah, and I'm well, pretty... falling water is there. The Frank Lloyd Wright house. There's a beautiful mm-hmm. uh, in Groundhog Holler. No, well in West Virginia. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Where. I don't think it's in. Gra- don't, don't you know Groundhog Holler? It's big <laughs> architecture mecca. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to get back into the rest of your dog's names and their stories, but we're going to take a quick break and get right back to it. And we're back. Uh, so, so wait, did you like not connect with the animals that you grew up with? I mean, I thought I did when I was a kid, but I realized that I, I, I didn't. I didn't have the same bond with them that I have with my dogs now. I like that. You like you you know now it can be different, yeah, right? It's so absolutely. different when you have somebody yeah, to show I mean, you the way. They were never trained properly. They were right. golden retrievers and they were just, you know, they're kind of dumb dogs, to be perfectly <laughs> frank. Uh, they're just spazzes and like Well, but you need to train them. That's the thing. I mean, like a yes. lot of people don't realize that, right? A lot of people just think like, oh, dogs like they should just listen but like they shouldn't at all no they don't really it's a lot of work and you know nature pours a vacuum like if you don't give the dog some instruction it'll just make its own (laughs) logic which makes no sense well and also if it's kept in a veal hut it's probably not gonna be yes uh, yes (laughs) like i mean calm when it's not all the time but but more than i (laughs) am comfortable with now like Like, more than i'm like when we (laughs) would go out we would leave them in the crates which i just I don't know. It makes me wince now. You know, it makes me really uncomfortable. But yeah, we had two dogs, Amber and Rusty. And then we had a cat named Charcoal. And the way we got this cat is because it used to... What was the nickname? Did you cut that down to Charky or something? No, it's just Charcoal. But um, Because that's where she used to go poop in the fireplace. Uh, when okay. we got her, she would just, even though there was a litter box right that there, she would go poop in the fireplace. sounds highly carcinogenic, but okay. Yeah. Cool. But the reason, <laughs> the way we cancer. got her... <laughs> Is that it, she was a stray, and in the winter she would crawl up into my dad's engine in his car. Ooh. Yeah, and then my dad started the car one day, and it ripped her tail off. Oh my god! Well, she got so lucky. And so That's she really like, lucky. Flew out of the car and up yeah. a tree, and then it was like a big thing, and then she just sort of became our cat. Okay. But, uh, did she ever? So my, my, did my, she ever go my to dad the vet in hates between animals. there, or just healed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> did she did Did she ever go to the vet in between there? Or did, well, I mean, yeah, we, we did. We did. Oh, bring okay. Her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we did get her fixed. We didn't oh. just. <laughs> well, they called oh, the no, tree the vet. Walk it off, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my dad did that, but it didn't have as fun of an outcome. That, <laughs> that we we didn't adopt that cat. We uh, that cat wound up getting oh, buried. God, I can't even. I still remember, even though I was probably five or six. Yeah. Were you awake when it happened? 
we came flying out of the house because my dad started like screaming or something. He was mm-hmm. like driving to work in the morning and it was up a tree when we ran out there. And the sounds, like I still, either, you know, uh, just, oh, it was poor. Yeah, I don't know how one. we got it down. Honestly, I, I have no memory of how we actually got it out of the tree. But yeah, but yeah, that cat was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but then it came yours. Yes. Yes. <laughs> how much tail was missing? Like it, it was left with about a finger's worth of tail, like a like a maybe it's three in three to four inches of so that lucky little stub that, cat. that it would. Yeah, we we had a cat in college that like it was a buddy of mine that had it that uh, it didn't have a tail, and it was actually super convenient because it can't knock stuff off the table. Yeah, that's that is an upside. I did not think of that. Yeah, so you know, people out there, Lisa says all the time, cut parts of your cats off. <laughs> Stick your cat in the car engine and then just let fate yeah. decide. And yeah. then the dryer. Yeah. That's yes. another one that's, that's, uh, that's pretty common. That's Dr. Lisa so, Lippman. Cut so parts just a, off oh, of animals. Small word of advice <laughs> for people who might be have be prone to having cats stuck under the hood of their cars. There are things you can do, I mean, besides checking or like just banging on the hood of your car and making sure that there's no cat there. Uh, there's other ways. Like? But, yeah, banging on the head of your car, I think, is the best one before you start your car. What if or you, checking. What if you kept a dog under your car? <laughs> Chase it <laughs> Not away. all cats hate dogs, so. That is true. Uh, yeah, that is true. Valid point. Yeah. Back to Christian. So you're with Cambry, is her name? Cambry right? is my wife's name. Yes. Yes. And, uh, is she a comedian? What, she owns a comedy venue in oh, Queens cool. called QED. Oh. QEDastoria.com. Always have to pimp it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, As you should. And she is in the storytelling world slightly, but she used to be like PR and marketing in the comedy cool. world, and she opened up her own venue five years ago. Cool. Yeah, very cool. But was she the uh, the catalyst for basically yes, the, the, the grown up in the room that was able to assure that the these animals would be uh, treated properly when you weren't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. When so, we when we started dating, she had a dog. She had a Chihuahua named Paquita. Which and, I uh, I saw today that you did a grilling interview. Yes, of Poquita. Really, no holds barred. This was back in the this back in the days of DVD extras when YouTube. those used to exist. Where is this video? Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> um, when my first hour special came out in, I guess, would be two thousand nine. Um, you know, this was still in the, the heyday of DVDs where you would film a bunch of DVD extras, you know, back when that used to be a thing. And so I did like a series of interviews with people based on some of the bits from the special. And I did uh, a I did a long chunk of material on my first special, Au Contraire, about chihuahuas and how yes. just how weird their bodies are. I like and, the way mm-hmm. that you say that breed's name. What, yeah, what, was I saying it, Chihuahua? No, he totally said it correctly. I wasn't saying there was Chihuahua. There's nothing off about how. How do you say it? Chihuahua. 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 That's how we all Chihuahua. say it. I now mean, now I say I'm Chihuahua. like overthinking it. <laughs> Chihuahua is actually how it's spelled. Now I feel like I've had an edible or Chihuahua. Chihuahua. <laughs> <Yeah>. Chihuahua. <laughs> I love that. Right. You get stuck on a word like hi. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Sometimes I spent I spent a month in Australia a few years ago. And sometimes now, even now, 10 years later, when I'm lying in bed at night and I just am staring at the ceiling, I'll say the word no in an Australian accent, just like as a mom, like, no, no. I didn't even know you could, there was a no in an Australian accent. No. So simple. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so ugly. No. The amount of, <laughs> the amount of lip movement yeah, involved no. to get to that so is just funny. outrageous. Okay. So you guys. But yeah, so she had a chihuahua and a parakeet at the time. And and she managed to make it work. The parakeet's n- name was? Parakeet's name, name was Larry Bird. 
Strong. <laughs> it's a bird. Another strong one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then when we moved in together, um, at a certain point, we decided to get a second dog just for uh, for company, for mm-hmm. Paquita. And I, I'm trying to get the timing. We might have gotten the rabbit first. Sorry, you said Whoa. what Paquita was? Did you say Paquita? Paquita oh, the chihuahua. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chihuahua. Um, yeah, at the at the height of our menagerie, we had two dogs, two parakeets, a hamster, and a rabbit. Wow, Dude. that was too much by half. Did you get suckered into the, ramster, <laughs> the hamster? Ramster. It, it hamster. all just kind of happened <laughs> semi organically. I, I don't remember why that all happened. I got the hamster for Christmas. Uh, when you're like 35, you're, I, it was before. I, you know what? It, it was. I got the hamster before we got the second dog, <laughs> and I think that she got me the hamster. Yeah, that was literally the height of like I wanted to get a fish tank, and she was like, "You can't take care of fish. I don't trust you. Take care of fish." And she was not wrong, and so she got me a hamster as she thought that that would be an easier. But that's something you funny. get an eight year old. Yeah, yeah, that's that's about right. No, should, but that's. that's that's exactly. not correct, though. You should not get an eight-year-old a hamster. Like, of that's, course yeah. not. But every that kid has murdered not a hamster. Be responsible for a living being. Tons. Yes. How many people do you know that killed a hamster off? It, oh, it, they right. Were 10? Exa- exactly my point. And yeah. I remember the 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 rabbit was because after Hurricane Katrina, Cambry went down to New Orleans for like a few days to help, like pet rescue, like dog mm-hmm. rescue. Uh, oh, that's like, super sweet. Um, yeah. And there was just this rabbit that nobody wanted. Okay. And so she, we ended up adopting that rabbit. That's usually uh, how grown men wind up with rabbits. Pretty much, like yeah. That. yeah. But that I mean, you... There are actually a lot in shelters. A paperweight? That rabbit rabbit brought nothing to the table. Yeah, the rabbit brought nothing, pooped everywhere. just useless, (laughs) completely emotionless blocks of wood. And if you you pick it up, you might break its neck. Yeah, I mean... It it can break its back if it... Very soft, I will say. Extremely soft, but just (laughs) useless. Utterly useless. And, you know, it does that that thumper thing, which, you know, I always kind of thought was just like a Disney thing, but (laughs) they have their... Their feet are like spring loaded, yeah. And just when they get scared, I and, and I, I guess what I heard is that they do that. Well, I don't you know, know what is what's the that they they will bang their foot on the ground really hard, and it's so loud that you can't believe that this tiny animal could do that. And really? it's not like thump thump thump. It's just whap, just really hard on the ground. And I guess what it the re, the reasoning is, and I could be wrong about this. Please don't Google it. Um, <laughs> is that it's a way of alerting their friends like danger is in the area of kind of like a hey. Everybody, watch out! Really, that's yeah. right. But that's why they break their backs. They have so much power in their backs yeah. that if you're holding them and they kick out and they're not supported, they'll actually break their backs while you're holding them. So which it's is not why I you. dislike dealing with them. It's yeah, no, they break. It's their, their, break their fault. Their they bring backs. it on themselves. Look yeah. what you made me do, yeah. Rabbit. Yeah, I mean that's a real <laughs> pressure off yeah, me. Exactly. Yeah, but if Here you're not, I thought I killed dozens but, of well, rabbits. You, you do have to hold them correctly, so you've yeah. got to support them and make sure that they can't kick out like that. So you've got to hold them correctly and support them. If you hold them incorrectly and they kick and they're able to break their backs, then they will. So and they get nervous. So, but yeah, that it's rabbit eventually died, and I wept not a bit. 
Oh. No, I mean, I mean, it's sad, obviously, but um, obviously, but the rat, like, it, it went and crawled behind my wife's desk because I guess they know when their yeah time is just short, Eskimo style. Just yeah, went off into the ice flow. Yeah, just shoved itself into the middle of a tub <laughs> onto an ice flow. No, um, <laughs> yeah, it just crawled into like a little crawl space, and we couldn't find it, and we we're like, where the fuck is Maybelline? That was the name of the rabbit, <laughs> and uh, and then we found her like wedged behind a desk, <laughs> but. Oh, well. Wow. And uh, in a second, we're going to get to hear about the pets that Christian actually hears about. <laughs> so so after the, uh, the rabbit and the hamster at how old? Hamster. I mean, I, probably only the hamster a few years. I don't remember, like... I don't know that we had any idea how old the hamster did was you, when we got it. Did you it, really so. connect with him on an emotional level? Her name was Aretha. And, uh, Dude, you're just nailing every one I, of these names. Yeah, I know. They're good names. Um, I, I, I liked Aretha. She was she was cool. But I would every once in a while, it stank, first of all. The, the, the pee stink is pretty intense. Is that what it is? I didn't know where. I know that hamsters stink, but I didn't know why. It's, yeah. The, you all also the, have to change their cage. Yeah. But it just, it gets on everything. Like, it gets on the bars of the cage. Like, it's it's just even if you clean the cage, they're really to, like, generous with it. Yeah, really it's yeah, spreading they that dole it out. Um, but a- anyway, at some point in there, I got my dog Griswold, who is Dude. my favorite. He's nice. Oh, okay, now He's we're getting best. to the fave. He's the best. So tell us all about Gr- what is Griswold. When did you get him? How did you get him? Griswold, we he will be nine in December. Okay, uh, and we got him when he was, you know, he was a rescue. But I feel kind of. A, a bit like a fraud saying that because we got him as a puppy rescue, which kind of feels like the best of both worlds. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I get all the uh, the it's credit of having got a rescue. Puppies <laughs> are a ton of work, so you got him and you didn't give him back up, which like a yeah, lot of people true. do too, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got him work. through a, a rescue called Eve's Sanctuary, and uh, they were great, you know. And they came out to our apartment and made sure that we weren't psychos, uh-huh. and um, which but, is not a slam dunk. And what is he? No. When they do a visit, what, what that do you think you're he is? Get it. We did a, a DNA test, Ooh. you know, which I think is seventy five percent nonsense, probably. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, what they do said. You know, do you know which one? I don't. I'm okay. sorry. I think it was called uh, bullshitdnatest.com. <laughs> yes, not uh, the one that is the sponsor of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Uh, I mean, many of them are very reputable. Um, There's really only well, one. I'll tell you. Let me tell you how they work. I guess you know it really depends. So. If you have a purebred somewhere in the line, then you will get that purebred. So, like, if they're if they're parents or their grandparents, really. But if they're like a mix of a mix of a mix, then you start to get anything, yeah. and they'll start to tell you that they're like Afghan hound and stuff like that. So it's like a little on your dog. Yeah. Well, we got <laughs> we got Shih Tzu pug. And question mark. Okay. Well, you sent me a picture, and there's yeah, Shih Tzu pug. I can definitely see. Okay. I can, you know, uh, so. Shih Tzu more than pug, but okay. um, but yeah, we we think we think that's what we think. Um, and he's a he's a good dude. We we think that he he could have been one of those like rat dogs. Have you seen those those the rat terrier? But have you seen that the the people in downtown Lower Manhattan yep. they bring the dogs around and have oh, them kill rats? I've yeah. heard of that. I showed, I've not seen it. I showed Lisa uh, some pictures of it and it made her sad. Oh yeah, I think it's like uh, pretty rad. Well, the I mean, thing is also rats have a ton of diseases, so you're just exposing these dogs to like really horrid like leptospirosis. Right, and right. Let the man have his dream of putting his dog in a sewer <laughs> yeah. and letting 
can't kill vermin. <laughs> but the, don't he, take this away. He's we a have a we have a little cabin in uh, upstate New York, uh, in Sullivan County, and we go up there quite a bit. Cool. And uh, in fact, my wife and the dogs are there right now. And you know, there are mice just because it's it's an old house, and there's just yeah. there's always going to be some mice roaming around. And he really like it brings something out of him. Big time, like the hunt, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I he, love but he doesn't kill them though; drugs. he just hunts them, you know. Yeah. There was one time where there well, was a baby mouse. Mice also carry like hantavirus. Not on really, the country though. Really, I, bad I, really <laughs> up 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 in the woods. I don't know. I always just think it's like it's the country. They're not crawling through old Mountain Dew cans I've never and seen stuff. It. I've never seen that happen. But <laughs> oh, country mouse. Hantavirus is bad. <laughs> what is it? Hantavirus really bad. I got nothing. It's like yeah. Ebola. I mean, you just like melt and die. Ebola really. It's bad. It's real bad. A slate cleaner? Yeah. That's what they call those diseases. Um, (laughs) For the planet? (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's what they call like Ebola, a slate cleaner. Yeah. um, Yeah. Pretty brutal, huh? Yeah. But uh, if you want to see a very funny video, there's a uh, a Shih Tzu winning an agility competition. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's another thing that Griswold, like, like he totally... I, I, you know, one of these things where, oh, in a different world, like if I had known, like we, there's a playground, a little park down the street from our apartment and it's got one of those, you know, kids play sets, you know, with the, the slide and the ladder and the yeah. the bridge and stuff like that. And we created a little routine that he would run up and run across and down the slide and all no that. Way. And, and he's really like smart and he's good at it. Billy, the other one is dumb as a rock, but uh, very cute, but dumb. Dude, uh, there's not a chance we could get Chloe to run an obstacle course. To, no. get, to get that dog down a, a slide, <laughs> no. like, I, I, I think she would need to feel hot, hot flames yeah. before she'd be willing to come down yeah. that slide. <laughs> I feel bad sometimes because when we take Griswold out to the woods, like he just opens up, his his ears perk up, and he smiles and he's happy. And generally in the city, he's pretty emo. He's not. <laughs> he he's pretty like. Well, I'm pretty well you know, it's probably because it it's novelty to him. They actually did a study on dogs that was like all these like wild dogs roaming around, and they figured, you know, if you have a bunch of dogs wild, like with all free with all the space that they could ever have, what are they going to do? Like they're going to like romp around and play all day. But they actually found that the dogs like sleep eighty percent of their day, so they yeah. actually like prefer to sleep. It's probably like the novelty. So yeah. I think he's just. Being a happy, normal dog when he's at home with you and he's used to things. But then when he gets to, like, the woods, it's, like, new and novel. But then probably if you, like, lived there every day, he would probably sleep, like, 80% of the time. I guess I get very protective of him and I I get very sad. Like, you know, I project a lot of human shit onto him. Sure, yeah, we all do. It's not legit. I mean, but I mean, he just feels like he's, like, aging out of his industry and all these people that, like, aren't as funny as him are just (laughs) getting all this stuff. They get so much. (laughs) You know, his screenplay isn't really coming together. And his, yeah. man, his managers are returning his calls. Yeah, he thought but, at this point he'd at least be able to segue into executive producing. But like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> oh, it's hitting too close to the bone, Richard. Um, <laughs> I do project a lot of human emotion onto him, but I mean, I'm not completely wrong. Like, I can tell. First of all, he he's very like startleable. Like, he's terrified. We have a dishwasher, and whenever we put it on, it's been you know eight years and he's still... It's a new terror every time. Yeah, he just can't handle it. And it's not that he... He just... He just can't get comfortable and he's crawling under things. He just wants to be like under the couch the or whatever and thunder and things. We yeah. bought him one of those thunder shirts. Oh, so he's also got thunderstorm anxiety. Just does he have like general noise phobia? I think it's like noise and vibrations. I think it. I think it's uh it's the vibrations okay. in the floor that I think freak him out. Yeah, that makes sense. C B D pro or con. 
That's an excellent question, Christian, and it makes me feel as though a segment might be coming on. Oh, yeah? What kind of segment, babe? You know what kind of segment, babe? There's a lot that I probably would try before that. The thing with CBD is we don't really have a ton of research on it. I can't talk too much about it. It's actually not legal for veterinarians to recommend or prescribe it. Um, I think anecdotally it has a lot of great evidence, but we really need more research and like the legality surrounding it. And there are so many other things that we know. Why is she winking at me right now? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not allowed to. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So, but there are so many other things that work. I mean, there's a lot of other calming things that you can do and like training stuff. So, um, like over-the-counter stuff that I really love. There's something called the dog appeasing pheromone, which is... I didn't uh, know there's a, a dog one. I knew there yeah. was a cat one. Yeah. Huh. Really? I, I feel like I mentioned a lot. But anyway, dog appeasing listen. pheromone, it's usually called the Daptil. <laughs> it, it's, it either looks like a Glade plug-in where you can plug it into your wall or it also comes in like a collar form. And it's a pheromone that their mothers give off when they're young and it's actually clinically proven to be calming for them. Mm. So... Adaptil. Yeah, it's and you can just order that online. It's not magic. None of this is magic, but it's like all to be used in conjunction with training or yeah. anything else like that. So that and then there's also other drugs. There's drug drugs Let's like get yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like getting see, into that for humans, much less one dogs. for well, you. See, <laughs> there are people who are resistant to it, but I would say it is a big part of a fear-free living, better living through chemistry. Because you know, if they're really terrified, and you can give them something to feel that is very safe, like extremely, extremely safe, and they tend to work really well, then, you know, could be worth a try. So I just push your buttons there a little bit yeah. to people who just are sort of anti-drug. But I think well, when you talk about your animals, you know, being fear-free and having the drugs be, you know, really very safe, then sometimes it is, it's worth a try. And that's the informative segment. I was wondering if you, uh, if you try to keep in check and make it less obvious that you clearly like Griswold way more than Billy. I, I do. I do try. Uh, because, you know... I, I, Speaking of dad. Billy notices uh, it. <laughs> Billy notices it sometimes, and I really have to then go out of my way and fake it that I love him just as much. <laughs> but, I mean, he's not doing the... He doesn't have a little routine at the playground. Yeah, and he's just not... He's not. He doesn't know as many tricks as Griswold. Griswold knows a bunch of tricks. Griswold, uh, if you if you sing, can I smell your dick? He'll lift his leg and uh, show you his dick. Really, that's is, amazing. Um, can I? Can you sing? Can I smell your? Can dick? I smell your dick? You know, that there's song, a lot right? of eye contact. No, uh, <laughs> you, you don't know that song. Classic. It, did you make that up? No, it's it's a it's a song probably from the early two thousands. It's a it's a it's a, like a, an R and B. Why you coming home at five in the morning? Something going on. Can I smell your dick? Yeah, it's literally about a guy coming home late at night, and I want to know if you've been fucking around. Let me smell your dick. I'm pretty sure I know what the ISO is going to be that we put for this episode. It's a classic. But yeah, he'll he'll lay on the ground, and if you sing or if you just say, "Can I smell your dick?" He'll just like lift his leg. That's amazing. That is. But he'll he'll play dead. He'll roll over. He'll he'll crawl. He'll high five. No, nothing else stops that. You don't even have to. Yeah, no, that's that's the marquee trick. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've got company. You're not going yeah. for the, not going for the old. I mean, you may want to go for a play dead as like an appetizer, but the main event, the 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 entree is clearly the, yeah. yes, the denouement. Yeah. yeah, 
If you will. Dana Mock comes after the climax. That's well, the end. Damn it. I was a, I was a playwriting major. Uh, yeah. Well, we know I, we can- as I was saying that, I felt like I was walking into trouble. <laughs> I was like, he's quite the pedant. <laughs> we know he can teach uh, his dog tricks, but does he deserve dogs? Well, there is a quiz that I've prepared to get to the root of just that. You know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. I was gonna. It's, it's been bothering me for about what? ten minutes, and uh, I've known, that, I've known for fifteen. Oh, you're not a good friend. Well, it was. Yeah. I was gonna tell him yeah, when he stood was, up. I wasn't yeah. gonna tell him in the middle of the podcast. Why? I, anyway. it's, yeah, <clears throat> zippers right. come so undone. Christian Finnegan. Yes, sir. We thank you so much for coming in today, and you have proved every bit the guest that I hoped you would be. We have prepared a little game for you, a quiz, and um, the results of it depend. Depending on the results, you will uh, get a treat for your dogs or not. Or not. Eesh. You need 10 points to 10 get points. this. Lisa, what is he playing for again? A double leash that mm-hmm. you can walk two dogs at once. Do you mm-hmm. walk them? Do they walk? I walk them all the time. They, even I'm the chihuahua, one, two dogs, one I'm the only one who walks them. <laughs> the chihuahua so died, Lisa, get, if you were paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> if that's not too big for them. <laughs> or, and or. Um, this playology scented dog toy where it's actually, it's scented like, oh, I can't remember if this is the chicken one or the cheddar cheese I, one. It looks like cheddar cheese. I, just at a glance. Cheddar cheese so vibe. Take, take a whiff. It's actually infused. It's so it's non, it's non-toxic. Mm-hmm. It is held to the same rigorous standards as pet, as child toys, pet child toys, as child toys. And so. It's delicious. With yeah. all that said, the stakes are obviously pretty high here. He's yes. looking at those okay. gifts. Yeah. yeah. Give him a good peruse. Start gnawing on this myself. <laughs> you need 10 points to okay. take that home. First question, worth half a point. With a dog named Griswold, you no doubt appreciate fine American cinema. So, in American Lampoon Vacation, we all remember Clark W. Griswold tragically dragging Aunt Edna's dog behind to a horrible demise. But... What was the name of the dog? Damn it. I was knew it you were going to. Okay. Multiple choice. Okay. Pinky, Stinky, Binky, Dinky. Pinky, Stinky, Binky, or Dinky? I'm going to go Dinky. Dinky is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Another half pointer. Uh, this is 1B, I would call okay. this. As a parakeet, man. <laughs> and I think that's the first time I've ever said that sentence or anybody has you must have been equally outraged by Binky's death as you were by the death of the bird in Dumb and Dumber by means of decapitation what was the bird's name Petey, Polly, Poppy or Patty Petey that is correct wow. one point on the board Great, great, great. So are there 20 questions? No. Because if I'm only getting a half a point for each of these, how am I ever going to get to 10 points? Yeah, it's like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, get the, you get the structure. Okay, this is, eh, what the hell, it's called a seven-point question. <laughs> Everyone knows that the Shih Tzu is a Mandarin phrase that translates to little lion because of its association with the Tibetan Buddhist god of learning, who, according to legend, traveled with a small lion dog who could transform himself into a full-size lion. Everybody knows that. Duh. But what nickname does the Shih Tzu have associated with a flower? The orchid dog? The chrysanthemum dog? 
the camellia dog or the Tibetan rose dog? Uh, the Tibetan rose dog seems like too easy. That seems like it's going to be too obvious since you had Tibetan in the question. Okay, I like that you're showing your math here. Yep. I am going to go Chrysanthia. Dude. Am I right? You are correct. Wow. Sitting Look at that, on, huh? What's he sitting on? Eight points right now, Elise? Yeah, yeah my God, that's eight amazing. Points. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's called the chrysanthemum dog because the hair on its face grows in all directions, including straight up its nose. Is there a worse nickname than the chrysanthemum dog, by the way? Uh, the yeah, it's well, first of all because I can't even say it properly. It's, Chrysanth- chrysanthemum, it's chrysanthemum, the worst. It's chrysanthemum. Is that how it's pronounced? Chrysanthemum. The, the it's Chris it's, and the mum. Chris it, and the mum. Chrysanthemum. Okay, yeah. But yeah. try it like Mike Tyson. Chrysanthemum. <laughs> it's really fun that way. If you do it that, or as a kid that has a retainer, it's pretty. Chrysanthemum. <laughs> I just want to get to chrysanthemum. <laughs> okay, final question. Worth 10 points. Okay, that only gets me to 18. <laughs> this is a total jip. I, I believe you only needed 10 points. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. You're, sorry. you're right. Okay. Apologies. Yes. I believe you to be a fairly woke comic compared to myself anyway. I, I, I try to be a, a rational, progressive-seeming human being. So this is the perfect the question for a progressive such as yourself. In 2010... A transgender dog named Red was put up for adoption in Los Angeles, and the internet lost its effing mind. It got the sexual reassignment surgery because, despite being a decorated Olympian stud, they always felt like a bitch. Or, every time they poop in their preferred part of the dog park, a Republican dog tried to introduce legislation to ban them from doing so. Or... The dog was born with partially formed male and female reproductive organs and required surgery to prevent infection and reduce the risk of cancer. Or there was a 10 for the price of two deal on doggy breast implants that week. Oh, man, this is a tough one. Uh, ooh, how much time do I have? Uh, t- I mean, take your time. There's, it's an open-ended podcast. I'm just I'm going to go on a limb and say probably C. I'm going to go C on this one. That is correct. Uh, and <laughs> that is four for four, if I'm not mistaken. That is foe for foe, which gives you 18 points. There it points. goes. It's out of here. Yeah, the wow. outfield's not even moving no, its feet. That ball You might deserve both or whatever but, you want. Or take whatever you want from the house. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Come on, Chloe. Let's go. Take that Vitamix. <laughs> uh, they called it a sex change, but it was actually just Yeesh. they had to give it like a little piecelet instead of. Oh, well, there are, there are dogs who are hermaphrodites. There are hermaphroditic dogs. dogs, yeah. And then if like there's a piece that sticks out or like an extra piece or like sometimes it would be like a dog, like a vulva with like, it looks almost like a ginormous clitoris or something. If it gets in the way of them like urinating or anything else like that, then they may need some extra surgery. So. Because they're trying to pee, but the clitoris is like splitting the something pee and then like it goes that. all over both their legs yeah. and the owners yeah. are like, I can't deal with yeah. this anymore. Plus when they go to like spay or neuter them, they may have both parts. So Does it cost extra? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Get your aren't that smart to charge more for things like that. So, look, we got to talk. Uh, I, you came in here for a uh, for a spay. I did a spay and neuter. 
this is going to yeah. cost you. <laughs> but uh, Christian, dude, thank you so much for coming in. Thank yes, you for thank having you. me. I, I feel like I aced your little test. I'm very excited to <laughs> you did. You didn't bring feel. this cheese-flavored dog treat. Yes. To hopefully my 15-pound dog yeah. will be able to lift it. But, he, uh, <laughs> but this is good because Billy, this small dog, won't be able to. And so it'll be oh, just Griswold. So. I did that on purpose. <laughs> fuck yeah. you, Billy. Yeah, fuck you, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can people find you, man? People can find me at Off Track Betting. On, no, um, <laughs> you, uh, I can be found on ye old Twitter machine at Christ Finnegan, mm-hmm. and uh, I have a website. Do I update it sometimes? Um, does anyone does anyone even go to websites anymore? Really yeah, not. I've got a it's, website called 404 Not Found. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's, 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 uh, it's geocities.net. I have four albums on iTunes that you can uh, listen to for your listening pleasure. And uh, and if you live in New York or if you're in uh, the area, come out to QED in Astoria, Queens. All those things. That's awesome. Yes. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Uh, Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. Thanks. You can smell my dick. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.